major confession. The pressure of the holidays absolutely is debilitating for me sometimes. What I mean by that is this time of the year, there is so much pressure to give the perfect gift. And honestly, giving gifts is just not my jam. I am terrible at it. Another way to say it is giving gifts is not my love language. And that's what we're actually diving into in this episode. On this Teacher Life podcast, you guys know that I am passionate about making sure that we are living our best life as a teacher so we can be our best educators for students. And one of those is understanding us as people. So if you've never heard of the five love languages before, this is going to be super insightful. If you are familiar with them, amazing. I'm going to let you in on some of my inner thoughts on what I am doing this holiday season to kind of tap into all five of those love languages to make sure that we are truly having happy holidays, not like holidays. There's a difference. And if you're with me, let's get rolling in this episode. Only in our world is this normal. Hi friends, it's me, Monica Jenta, and I'm really excited to be bringing you episodes of this podcast every week. It's full of tips and tricks, stories and strategies, celebrations and struggles, all from the real life that we are living every day. Welcome to This Teacher Life. believer in the five love languages for I'd say about 10 years now and if you've never heard of them let me give you just the cliff notes version I actually use these in my classroom on a daily basis and as I say that out loud that's going to totally be an upcoming episode on how I use the concept of love languages from an educator standpoint because it's powerful but for right now Let me break it down for you. This dude, super great, intelligent man named Gary Chapman realized that like not everybody gives and receives love in the same way. And the holidays are certainly a time of the year like where we as humans, we as teachers, we as parents, we as significant others want to give and receive love. And there's five major ways that we can do that. Some people feel the most loved with what are called words of affirmation. They just love hearing how they're doing a good job or the house looks great for the holidays. They pride themselves on hearing positive things and that makes them all warm and fuzzy on the inside. Another love language is acts of service. They love feeling loved when people are helping them. Maybe it's tackling an annoying task. Maybe it's 
helping with some sort of chore, but doing something to check off one of their to-do list items. Of course, when we think about like giving gifts, there's actual like giving physical gifts, the kind that you would envision underneath a Christmas tree, like wrapped up with a bow, something that you can physically hold in your hand and say, thank you for getting me this material item. Then there is the love language of quality time. This person feels most loved when you are spending one-on-one time with them. It's this attention of like, I am going to do something with you. It might not be something extravagant like a concert or a sporting event, especially right now, right? But I just want to spend time with you. And finally, physical touch. This might be, I feel so loved with a pat on the back or holding of the hands or a kiss or like a high five, right? And so what's interesting is regardless of what type of relationship you're in, whether it's a relationship with your own children, a relationship with your spouse, a relationship with your student, these love languages can be applied in every single situation. And that's what created this episode. The pressure of this time of the year, everyone says, what should I get them for Christmas? What should I get them for the holidays? What should I get them for Hanukkah? There's this pressure of physical gift giving. And spoiler alert, I said it at the beginning of the episode, I don't feel loved by getting material gifts. I also don't give love very well by giving material gifts. Like it's just not my jam. So sometimes the pressure of the holidays puts me over the edge and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Because like there's this cultural norm of unless you can put it under a Christmas tree, then it doesn't even count. So friends, I want to break this down for you. And I know that 99.9% of you listening are teachers. And so as I go through these from my personal life, I want you to kind of wrap your head around how could that apply to my personal life, your own personal situation, but also to our profession. And like I said, oh my gosh, hold me to it. I'm totally going to record an episode on how I use the love languages in my classroom. But let me give you some ideas on how I'm trying to tackle these five love languages during this holiday season. So let's start with acts of service. How can I tap into somebody who's a friend or a family member who they feel most loved and most appreciated when I tackle something on their to-do list. Well, this actually just happened recently. Um, As teachers, a lot of us are now obviously working from home for virtual learning. So a lot of us are kind of like souping up our Wi-Fi service. Maybe we had very slow internet speeds and we called our provider and was like, yo, can I get more like megabytes I don't really know how that works but like can you like make mine super fast so a friend of mine did that and they kind of reworked her system in her house but they were having a really hard time setting up a new wi-fi password setting up the wi-fi network and that does happen to be a strength of mine 
I didn't sound like I knew what I was talking about because I'm like megabytes, whatever, megapixels, but I am pretty tech savvy. So I knew that that was something that was stressing her out because she was lagging in Google Meets. Her face was frozen in front of her students. And I said, let me come and help you out. I know how to make this all work in your home. And that took me like 10 minutes. It took me 10 minutes to help get their home Wi-Fi set up. She's like, oh my God, I literally would have spent two weeks on that and I still would have thrown my laptop out the window. Thank you so much. You don't even understand what that means to me. And I think we have to be aware of that. When we hear people say, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And then this is the power quote, quote, you don't even know what that means to me. Hello, that's an indicator that that was a love language for them, that that was something that was important to them, that that made them feel so stinking loved. And so, boom, there it is. I think like, check, I can mark that off of my Christmas list. It cost me nothing but my time, but I can't tell you how good it felt to fulfill a friend's love language by doing that act of service. So I want us to kind of continue into these other four love languages thinking, who in my life falls into that category? All right. The next one would be words. And this is the love language that I give best. I'm best with words. I, um, I, it's one of those things where I don't really know how to explain it, but you know, here I am on a podcast. I've written a few books. Like we all have one that we're the best at doing for other people. And mine is words of affirmation. So what do I do to show love to my family members? This is my favorite thing to do on the holidays. I will go and I will spend way too much time in the aisles of the Walgreens finding the perfect card for each of my family members. Like I know my relationship with my brother. So for my brother, I'm going to find the perfect card to match him and I's quirkiness. Him and I have a very similar sense of humor. So I want to find a card that matches that. And then inside of that card, I'm going to use my words to write a super heartfelt, but more importantly, humorous just card for him. Words that are going to connect with him and show our dynamic personal relationship. For my sister, I know that that is going to be a little bit different. My sister, she's a feeler. She's all heart. So I'm going to find a specific card for my sister that when she opens it, like it causes her to maybe get a little bit of emotional. My brother's going to laugh. My sister's going to cry. And then in that card, I write a heartfelt message that is personal, that is connected to my sister. Again, that takes some time at Walgreens. That takes some time to write those letters. But I know that that, that's how I'm going to give my best love to them this year. 
And I think that's really important to tap into which of the five love languages are we best at and then give that quote gift as much as you possibly can this season, even if there's no monetary value connected to it. I want us to know that this this holiday season isn't about, well, how much did you spend on me? How much did you spend on me? I think we get into this, this bad place with that sometimes because it's like, you spent 50 on me. I only spent 25. I didn't know we were doing that. Friends, this is about memories. Holidays are about memories, not about money. Now, I want to get into this next one, which is quality time. I said that my best way to give, uh, like, the feeling of love is with words. My favorite way to receive love is with quality time. I feel so safe and so loved when somebody says, Monica, let's do this together. It makes me so stinking excited and my, like I like literally just melt to the floor when somebody says, I'll spend some time doing that with you. I'm like, yes. So here's what's up. Um, this is an absolute, truly heartfelt, shameless plug for an opportunity for quality time. I mean it when I say that I just feel so loved and so, I don't know, like purposeful with quality time opportunities and I've got one coming up and I truly want to hang out with you. I want you to know when people sign up for my events, I don't see you as a number. I see you as a name. And the awesome conference for teachers is going virtual this January. Normally it's an in-person event where I get to hang out with you and hug you, high five with you. We can take selfies together. We can laugh together. We can cry together. We can spend true quality time together. And obviously, hello, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so we're not gathering in professional development events like we normally would. So I'm taking the awesome conference and I'm going online and I'm saying, let's take one day together in January and let's spend quality time together. These events make me so happy because I love spending quality time with fellow teachers. I love listening to your needs. I love laughing with you. I love getting emotional with you, even if that means that we are connected through a camera. So if you are one of those people who are like, yes, girl, I hear you. I'm quality time as well. Maybe you are. Maybe that's your love language. Maybe the gift that you need to give yourself or maybe the gift that you need to encourage your principal to give to you this year is a ticket to the awesome conference. I'm going to be straight up with you. The price is really, really, really cost effective for schools. The cost for the whole event is $57. $57 for this one day virtual event where you get 48 hours worth of replays that is a steal. You also get five hours worth of professional development credit. That's a great deal as well. Boom, hello. Quality time in the form of professional development, the awesome conference virtual events. 
57 bucks. You can actually get signed up right now um, at monicagenta.com slash awesome con. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. But if you are one of those people who feels love and receives love with quality time, why not spend quality time with other teachers together January 16th? Hello, mark your calendars. Let's let's do love languages together in professional development that day. All right, the next one is gifts, physical gifts. And like I said, this is not this is not my jam. I'm not great at it. But I also know my family really well. My family loves games. We grew up on board games. That's how we showed quality time together was by sitting on the floor, on the coffee table, in the living room together playing board games. So I know at holiday gatherings, one thing that I can do to show love is to wrap up a new board game, bring it to a gathering, small gathering this year, obviously. We're doing like a less than 10 person gathering for Christmas, but I know that I can wrap that up and we can physically unwrap that physical gift. And this year, the game, I hope my mom's not listening, but I'm about to tell her what it is. It's Uno Flip. This game is a classic, but it's remixed. And it's insanely fun. All right, like insanely fun. Uno Flip is the classic game of Uno with the four different colors, and all the numbers, and of course the wild card. But when you flip the card over, it's called the dark side. And there are now four new colors to the game. And there's some new wild cards. And it makes it super competitive, super strategic. They literally have taken the classic game of Uno and made it even better. I am normally somebody who believes in the like, don't mess with something that's already the best. But I'm gonna tell you, Uno might have done it with this one, with Uno Flip. It's on the Amazon, friends. You can get it really inexpensively. In fact, you can get it, like, shoot, you can order it right now and they're gonna drone it to your house before the holidays even finish. So if you are a board game kind of family, or you know somebody in your life who loves physical gifts, like the concept of thank you for buying me this. This is not sponsored by Amazon. This is not sponsored by Uno Flip. This is not sponsored by anyone. I'm simply saying I've played it and it's fun and I'm giving that physical gift to my family so we can, you know, laugh together we can give each other shit while we play and like gang up on my sister I'm sorry Molly but we're gonna gang up on you on this because she's she's not she's not a favorite of the board games but it is going to be a ton of fun so there you go gifts finally there is the fifth love language of physical touch and I think this one is the top love language for a lot of people And it's making this pandemic so hard because hugging people kind of off limits right now. Handshakes, very socially unacceptable right now, especially to strangers, right? This concept of high-fiving our students, absolutely not. Like, 
I think a lot of people feel most loved with these simple embraces, these simple fist pounds, these simple things that show like, hey, I feel connected to you. And so one way that I'm kind of remixing this, because my mom, she's a feeler. My mom loves a hug. My mom loves a snuggle. Like, I know my mom is missing that so much from so many people. My mom, literally, listener, Teacher Life podcast listener, if my mom met you randomly and I was like, Mom, here's one of my teacher friends. They listen to this teacher life. My mom would go in and she would give you the best hug that you've ever gotten. Even though she has no idea what your name is, that's just who my mom is. And I know you know somebody like that as well. And so I know for my mom, when we are FaceTiming or when we are Zooming as a family, right? Whatever it is, if we're not physically together, something that's really important to my mom is when we get on camera, she's like, oh, I could just smooch you. Mama Jane. And she like does these like fake kissing things. She'll like put her hand up near the camera and we'll do this like touch each other through the webcam or through the phone. That's important to my mom. Is it actually kissing and hugging and high-fiving and snuggling? It's not. But my mom, God love her. She just wants to be so close that sometimes I'm like, mom, your face is so close I can't even see you anymore. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to be closer to you. So what can we do for those family and friends whose physical touch is their top love language? Maybe it's something as simple as hand-to-hand on the iPhone or like face-to-face over FaceTime. I know it's not truly touching, but those are gifts that we are giving to people when we're doing them, even if it's a little different than what we are used to. That is a basic rundown of the five love languages. And I think one thing that we have to do is kind of reinvent what this definition of a gift is. Because for some people, the best give that we can give are words of affirmation. And we know that's true for students, just telling them, oh my gosh, I am so glad you logged on today. Thank you for being here. You being here is really meaningful to me. For some kids, it's an act of service. It's saying, hey, will you stick around after class? I want to show you how you can position your camera better. Or, hey, stick around. I want to help you send emails to your teacher so we can better understand what you need. It's spending a little bit of quality time with our students. For some kids, it truly is gifts. Like they want that pencil top eraser. They want that sticker. They want that little Debbie Christmas tree with the red sprinkles and the green icing. I mean, who doesn't want that seriously though? Like those are delicious. But right, like actual physical gifts. Some of our kids respond best to that. For quality time, sometimes it's just, hey, you guys want to get together over Google meeting and have lunch together? We don't have to talk about math. We don't have to talk about science. We don't have to talk about school at all. You guys want to just spend some time together on camera and do lunch together, right? You don't have to have special activities planned. It's literally saying you, spending time with you is worth my precious time right now. Finally, physical touch. 
I know this is a massive no-no for us right now, especially with numbers on the rise with COVID, but can we just give air high fives, air hugs? Can we put our hands to our webcams and all like leave our Google meeting or a Zoom call just all connected via that camera? I think that this five love languages thing was a trend back when it first came out. But I think it is worth discussing even more right now during this super unique holiday season. So maybe the big question for you to reflect on right now is, one, how do you feel most loved? Which one of those five love languages is like, oh yeah, she was explaining that, that is mine. Why don't you let family and friends know that? Send them a text message and say, hey, I just realized something, thought I'd share this with you. This is my top love language. Another question, a follow-up is, which one of those do you think you're best at sending to others? Which one of those is you're like, man, I'm really good at that one. The way you give love and the way you receive love might not be the same, and that's totally okay. But I think the final thing that I want us to just really reflect on is any gift you give this season is a gift worth giving and the person on the receiving end of it is totally worth receiving it. There is so much power in the diversity of these five gifts and no matter where you fall, I want to make sure that especially right now, especially during this really stinking hard time that we're giving as many types of these gifts as we possibly can. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it's given you some insight. I hope that we're spending quality time together at the awesome conference this coming January. Again, that link is in the show notes or you can check it out at monicagenta.com slash awesome con as in like awesome conference. I would love to love on you and have some quality time with you on January 16th. But most importantly, I want you to spend some quality time with your family, some physical touch if if it's safe for you guys. Maybe you're given gifts with beautiful wrapping paper and perfect bows. Maybe you're going to express those acts of service during this holiday season and help people and check off their to-do list items. Or maybe you're just going to use your words of affirmation and let people know how much they mean to you. I want you to know, as my final part to this episode, I'm going to use my words of affirmation and let you know, fellow Teacher Life listener, that you are important to me. I love the fact that you're here listening to these words right now. I love that we are connected through this incredible teaching profession. And I want you to have a very, very, very happy holiday season. I love you so stinking much. Now go enjoy this time off.